This is the EVP Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the EVP Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Beaker. And Ghosty over here. And I know we're mixing it up a little bit. I introduced the show two weeks in a row because that's how we roll. We just want to do things we're, sometimes we're, like we're, that. Yeah, we're getting yeah. back on track. Because otherwise it would have been me doing it twice in a row. Yeah, true. <laughs> technically, <laughs> technically, the, the theater investigation was supposed to be your episode. It didn't work out that way. Scheduling conflicts. We're back on track now. This is yeah. my episode. We're talking about a sandwich. <laughs> haunted sandwich this week. Yes. The Monte Cristo. And it sounds delicious. Hauntingly delicious. I'm scared. Not like Lucky Charms. It's not magically delicious. This is hauntingly delicious. It's... Oh, wait. Hmm. It's not a sandwich. Monte Cristo? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is a sandwich. It is not... a sandwich, but it's a breakfast. But it's a, Well, is it a breakfast sandwich? It's a breakfast sandwich. Because it's like a, a It's ham. got French toast bread. It's like French toast bread. It's got ham and like cheese and you dip it in like a raspberry jam. You can, yeah. You should. Or syrup. And it's got powdered whatever sugar you want on to do. it. Whatever you want to do. Oh, it's a delicious. Um, no, actually, we're talking about the Count of Monte Cristo. Sorry, Jim Convizial. <laughs> yeah, that I, movie. Stupid jokes aside, we're actually talking about the Monte Cristo homestead in Juni, Australia. Have you been there? No. Have you? No. We should go. I'm so um, down for that. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in the process of getting my passport renewed. So as soon as it comes back, we can go. So this is Junie, Junie Australia. It's in New South Wales. Don't know. It's somewhere in there. Australia geography. You whatsoever. Australian people, you people from down under, you can tell us. Um, yeah. And then? And then. So this house was built in 1885 by a guy named Christopher William Crawley. Uh, he... Became very rich doing his business uh, and was able to retire early. Do you hear how he got all rich? I, I read it, but I don't remember. Tell me. So he ended up, he bought all this land. And with the land that he bought, he had all this acre. And they give you, he was able to buy it super cheap for a like a pound an acre. And in order to buy it so cheap, you had to farm on it. And he wasn't making much money at all farming. I guess the land wasn't very good but i guess he knew some people and he found he heard word that they were bringing a railroad through pretty soon so he decided with the land that he had extra that he wasn't really doing anything with to build a big ass hotel on it so he builds a hotel on it about the time that the railroad tracks finish and that's the only thing in that area so that's where everybody goes makes sense like the clown hotel it's in the middle of nowhere yeah so that's so, genius. So it's the only thing he becomes wealthy off of that. So that's how he got his money. So he gets all this money, right? Now he's rich. So he's like, I'm going to retire. I got money. So he builds the homestead. Yeah, that's what he does with it. Because it's a big-ass like mansion-like estate. So this is like two stories. And looking at the pictures and the video of this place, it is gorgeous. I do want to visit here someday. Um because of the architecture and, and just the way it looks. Also because of all the uh, tragedy and the ghosts that we're going to tell you about here in just a second. Um, so he and his family lived there up until 1948. So they were there for quite some time. Was it 60, 70 years? Yeah. So, and it, I mean, it kind of follows the rules. Not really. If this was built in the U.S., it would follow the rules. But it's outside of the U.S. Well, I don't know. Australia is kind of new. Like, 
like the U.S. is. Okay, we'll give them we'll give them the one hundred year rule. So this is over a hundred years, definitely haunted. Um, <laughs> so the the Crawley family, like I said, they lived there until nineteen forty eight. From nineteen forty eight to about nineteen sixty three, it was abandoned. Like no one lived there. It became under disarray. It was vandalized, graffitied, all that fun stuff that happens, you know, when abandoned buildings are. I don't know. I don't know what it is that attracts people to. Hey, that's there, no one lives here. No one works here. This building's abandoned. Let's go. Squatters. Let's destroy it. Squatters. Squatters. Hop, hop in there. Yeah. Damn. Dirty. Now, damn. 1963, it was purchased by a couple named Reg and Olive Ryan, and they are still the they current, still their, it, their yeah. family currently owns it. I think it's uh, one Passed of their on. sons. One of their sons currently owns it. Lives there. It is currently a museum and an antique showcase. They have a souvenir shop, and it is also advertised as Australia's most haunted house. I was looking at their website. Uh, it looks like they do do still offer um, ghost tours daily from like 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, or not daily. Is it daily? It might be daily. Yeah, probably. I think it's it might be on the weekends, too. I read something about Saturday and Sunday only. There's a Google machine you there's, can do. There's, it's on the website. Yeah. It's there. But every <laughs> Saturday at 6 p.m., they offer, like, haunted tours. Like, you, you can, can I think you can hunt? invest. I think you can ghost hunt. And it's, like, every Saturday. The, the walking tours, like, during the daytime, it's free, I believe. And you don't have to book anything. You can just go. But the ghost tours, you do have to book in advance. If you're in Australia and you want to go yeah. visit the Monte Cristo Homestead. But here's why you should go visit the Monte Crystal Homestead. Well, like just hearing that there's only been two owners makes me leery that it's like weary or leery, leery or weary, 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 weary. Leary. I don't know. I don't know. As I lay here, weak and weary. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, it's a word. Look, yeah. We know what we're doing. <laughs> makes me <We> wonder. <laughs> makes me makes wonder if how haunted it really is with only these two owners in this time span and. I guess let's find out. Shall but we? two, but that doesn't mean anything because you could have a place that has only had one owner and could be haunted as crazy. Yeah, haunted as shit. Haunted as haunted as stuff. Yeah, we're good. We're articulate <laughs> today. We are good with we words. We know English. It's our only language we know. Yeah, <laughs> we're horrible at it. Yeah. Mm. So so okay. So here are some of the this this place has had a lot of tragedy, a lot of death, a lot of stuff has gone on here. This is why they say it's. Some of the reasons why they say it's haunted. So we're going to start off with the owner, the original owner, Christopher Crawley. Um, he died December fourteenth, nineteen ten. He uh, it was a, he died from a combination of heart failure and blood poisoning. What ended up happening is he had a carbuncle or a big boil on his neck. Carbuncle. And uh, it would it would rub up against like the starch and the fabric on his uh, shirts, and it. Uh, caused the the boil to like basically get infected, and it poisoned his blood, and he ended up dying from that. Now he said he it said that he still haunts the room he died in. I'm I'm gonna assume that it's his bedroom, the master bedroom that he died in. And then uh, his wife, her name's Elizabeth. They say her she well she died. Did she died? She built. She stayed in the attic. Pretty much from the time her husband died. For like 23 years. Yeah, so from the time he died to the time she died, she was just so distraught. She just, she built a chapel in there and she just stayed in there for, yeah, for 23 years. And then she died in, at the age of 92 and August 12th of 1933. My birthday. 
Oh shit! Not nineteen thirty three though. I'm not. Yeah, I'm that's not that the, old. That's the baby squatch. Baby squatch was born. <laughs> but uh, she died, and I arose from the ashes. But like it's, a it said that she's uh, she wasn't the nicest person. No, she's she was abusive. Yeah, especially to the servants. Um, now in that twenty three years, she only left the house twice. She, but she stunk. I bet she was probably. real stinky. So, um. One of the, yeah, she. I guess she like kind of ruled with an iron rod. It still said that iron the fist. iron fist. Yes, who's <laughs> got the yeah. iron the, rod? What are you gonna do with that? Iron rod. Well, <laughs> the hold to the iron rod. Um, my religion just popped in there for a second. Um, it says that she'll try to scare away you or scare you off if she doesn't like you, and you'll know that it's her because you'll feel like cold air on your skin. Okay. Um, now it's rumored that there's a couple of the servants or maids that live there that uh, Mr. Crawley kind of had a thing for. He wasn't uh, very faithful. These are rumors. They haven't actually proven these. But one of them was a maid who got pregnant. And then. And she wouldn't reveal the father. And she was like super afraid that they were going to take her baby away from her when the baby was born. She didn't want that. Now, they're not exactly sure what happened or the reason for this, but she fell. Or jumped. Or jumped. Or or was pushed pushed. from the second floor balcony right in front of the front door, and she died on impact. Um, it's, It's said that she haunts the veranda uh, where she jumped from or was pushed. They say that, like, Elizabeth found out that this maid was impregnated by her husband, and she got jealous and pushed her over the balcony. But Rumors. Rumors. We don't know for sure. Um, now, it is said that where she, the spot she landed on, on the stairs. Bloodstains. There's still bloodstains that you could still see. Well, it looks like it's ble- been bleached. Yeah, it's been bleached, uh, but you could still see, like, where the spot was that she where the bleach stains are yeah you can see the bleach stains uh there was another maid uh who had a baby and this little boy ended up getting hit by what was it a carriage yeah it was a carriage his name was harold harold so he got hit by a carriage and then they they chained him up something they chained him up in like a basement or something uh, the, he lived in like the dairy house, so it was like a, a little house on the property. The it dairy wasn't in, house. Yeah, I, I don't have it in the notes here, but I heard that on uh, one of the podcasts I was listening to. So he's um, in there for forty so, years. Yeah, they chained him up for like forty years. Apparently, because of this head injury, um, he's just he, running wild. Yeah, he was. He was <laughs> prone, chained him up. Well, he was prone to violent outbreaks. Ah. So they chained him up. And he lived there, like I said, for it was like 30 or 40 years he was chained up. And then they ended up sending him to a mental hospital? Well, so the police found him. Oh. oh. And they're chained up clinging to his dead mother. And Oh, his mom's in there dead? Yeah. I wonder if he killed him or killed her. He might have. I don't know. But here's the thing is it's also rumored that Harold was the son of Christopher Crawley. Another one. Apparently this dude got around. We're not sure. It's all rumor. And I think that's why, like, they lived there while this place was abandoned, after all the Crawleys moved out. So they found Harold sometime in there um, before the Ryans bought it. He was chewing on his mom. Well, I guess he was, like, hugging her or embracing her. Chewing. But chewing. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Nibbling on her hair. 
Don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, so. He ended up dying in that asylum. That yeah, he was at. shortly after, like not too long after. He wasn't there very long. And sounds gonna, let's, let's see how many ways I can, for that. Let's, let's see how many ways I can say he died sh- soon after. <laughs> but they say if you go in that that room where they found him, uh, even though he died in the asylum, they say he still haunts that room. And if if you listen carefully, you can still hear the chains being dragged across the floor. Eee. Um, I'm gonna assume all of these are before the Ryan's got there, so we'll get to the Ryan's last. But there was there's a, a stable boy named Morris. Did you hear about this one? No, I haven't heard about old Morris. So Morris was a stable boy. He worked there. And there was one day he got really sick and he stayed in bed. He was too sick to work. Now his boss didn't approve of him sleeping in. Wasn't too kindly to being sick. Right. Well, he thought he was faking. So to get him out of his bed and get him to work, he lit the bed on fire. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Well, you know. Most people, if if I was sleeping, he let my bed on fire, I wake up, you know, I'm going to jump out of bed, probably run out of the room, right? This is how sick he was. Couldn't. Couldn't get out of bed. He ended up burning to death. That's that's a dick move. Yeah. Well. Uh, so he was, thought, well, like I said, he thought he was faking it. I so guess he lit his bed on fire. It had to be one of those things where it's like he must have done it a few times. He must have faked it a few times, quite, maybe. Quite possibly. I'm not 100% sure on that. But or maybe this guy's just an asshole. Maybe. So, yeah. He, he Well, he assumed if he lit the bed on fire, this Morris would jump out of bed and, you know, get up and get to work. Yeah, but he was too sick. And he burned to death. They say in the room where he burned, you could still hear his screams every now and then. Shit. The guy that lit the bed on fire just, like, walked away like he didn't do it. Probably. I don't know. didn't realize. What the? His house, it's on fire. I don't know what's going on. He's like, ha ha, get up. Oh, he's not getting up. He'll eventually get up. <laughs> yeah, like he didn't try to save him or anything. He's just like, oh. He just lights, it all, lights his bed on fire, just walks uh, walks away. It probably lit the bed on fire, assuming you would get up, and then he just went back to work or something. Probably found out about it later. Uh, he burned someone alive. That that That's just insane. Like, I don't know what that would be your go-to. Like, oh, I'm going to light his bed on fire to get him out of <laughs> I'm gonna do that next time I call you and you're not up. I'm gonna come light your bed on fire. Yeah. No, I won't. Who, don't. I'm who not does do that it. to somebody? What? Like it's your somebody's property where they're sleeping on. You're lighting it on fire. Who the hell does that? Well, Damn. apparently his boss. Some bitch. Oh, I skipped over one. Yeah, um, old I did. Ethel you, Crawley. You talk about Ethel Crawley. Uh, she died in 1917. Uh, she, a nurse. An, oh, she was the baby. Yeah, she was a baby. She was only 10 months old. So a, a nursemaid was holding her on the stairs, and she claims that something pushed the baby out of her hands. Yeah. And the stairs are kind of narrow and, and really tall. They are. So I could see if the baby kind of moved. The baby, oh, I don't know about something pushing a baby out of her hands. I She claims it was an other, otherworldly presence pushed her from behind and, and knocked the baby out I of her I think the baby was squirming, and she didn't have good hold on it and just blaming it on something else but there's rumors that she was upset at the crawlies and dropped the baby on purpose so they but when she was interrogated by police she uh, was 100 percent very adamant that something pushed her or knocked the baby out of her arms the baby was only 10 months old that's old enough to be squirming yep 
So some of the the in that it's old enough to be walking too. Is it? But not down not down the stairs. We're gonna be crawling. Yeah, crawling. Not down the stairs. Yeah, not walking down the stairs. No. But so around the stairwell, and this is like when you first enter the house, I believe. Um, it's said that the children become very irritable and upset near, near these stairs. Uh, people say that they feel like they're being pushed on their backs. So like if they stand at the top of the stairs where the incident happened, people say they can feel someone pushing on their back. And then other people say they feel like a cold, tiny hand grab theirs as they're going up and down the stairs. Huh. I can see that. Did you hear about old Jack Simpson? Jack Simpson, a care. Oh, he's a, no. I I heard a little bit of him, but go on. Tell me about Jack Simpson. So Jack Simpson, he was a caretaker in the place before the Ryan's bought it in 1963. So this happened in 1960. Uh, he was on. Okay, the, so while it was abandoned, while it was abandoned, he was still a caretaker. So there were still people that lived there on the property, but not in the house while it was abandoned. If that makes sense. Yeah, they just like, kind of like Harold checked was, it out. Harold was there while it was abandoned. Uh, I believe the stable boy might have been there during the abandoned time. I'm not sure when the whole Morris thing happened. But Jack Simpson, this happened in 1960. Now, he was shot on the main porch by a man. Uh, I, I don't remember the kid's name. But apparently he went to the local movie theater and watched the movie Psycho about three times. Just- and then decided he was going to go on up to the old Monte Cristo and shoot Jack. And kill him. Huh. Um, huh. Afterwards, I guess he like decided to go up to the door uh, of the shed. And he carved in there with his pocket knife, die Jack, ha ha. So he already knew who Jack was. Well, from, from investigations, I guess, uh, they'd never met. But he didn't know who Jack was. Jack didn't know who the kid was. Like... There was no connection between the two of them, from what I understand. Hmm. So he just went there, shot him, and then carved in the, the door. Die, Jack, ha, ha. And it's, that is actually still on the door. If you know right where to look for it, it's still there. It's a little faded, but it's there, uh-huh. which I think is very interesting. Now, they say that, um, they say that um, it's possible that – now, they blamed it on the movie Psycho, like I said – but other reports say that they think because of all the other stuff that's gone on at this homestead that he was possessed like some by some worldly force, otherworldly force that caused him to shoot Jack and carve this in the door. I don't buy I that. I think he's a squat. He was uh, a squatter. It's possible. I think he, that's where he was hanging out and he probably knew who he was and was just wanting to kill somebody. I, I think I'm going to agree with that. I don't think that Jack knew the guy. But probably whoever's people squatting there all talk about, oh, the old caretaker Jack's going to be coming by, so you all got to scatter. That would make sense. See? But, yeah, yeah it's they. A big, I guess he felt like after watching Psycho three times, I'm going to go kill somebody. Because that's what you do. That's what you do when you're Psycho. When you watch, when you watch, yes. You watch Psycho. When you watch Psycho, you... you become Psycho, and <laughs> you shoot Jack. Yeah, because it's all movies' faults. Because before movies, nobody killed anybody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's movies that did yeah, it. Death didn't happen until the 1920s. Until they showed you how to do it in the movie. Yeah, 1920s. <laughs> when the uh, silent movie era. Exactly. Came. Everybody lived the a full life era. until then. Right. Yeah, they never did it in plays. None of that. No, it was, it was the movies. 
Um, the Ryans, like I said, they bought it in 1963. They had their own share of experiences. So what happened to the Ryans? So one of the things that happened is, first off, their cat and dog didn't want anything to do with the house. They ended up running away. Like, they can't keep pets in that house. They've tried over the years. Anytime they get a pet, the pet, like, disappears. No, it wouldn't do that? A turtle? Probably not. Turtles wouldn't do that. But most people don't get turtles as pets. But I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, is a turtle pet a popular thing in Australia? Like, Oh, I bet you all sorts of things are popular out there. Probably. Is there anything? Oh, here's a wombat. Yeah, here's a, here's a poisonous spider. I don't know why I said wombat, but yeah. Um... <laughs> apparently they, their cats and dogs would always run away so they don't keep pets there uh, there was one night they came home from a night out with their kids and everything they pull up and you mind this, this time there was no electricity in this house but they show up and there's lights illuminating every room in the house and they're like what the heck aliens like, aliens man aliens yeah so they they were confused as anyone would be you leave the house no lights are on is it everything would have to be like candles or torches or whatever is this the 60s this was the 60s um and at the time like because the house was built in the 1800s electricity wasn't around when the house was built right um i'm sure there's electricity now because the the ryans had um renovated the home and and restored it and probably added electricity but at this point the no electricity everything is lit up they tell their kids to stay in the car. They're going to go check. And when they turn back around, the entire house is dark. All the lights are off. So they go search the house. Um, and nothing. There's nobody there. They couldn't find anything or any reason why like everything was turned on. And now, there was another night they came home. And all of the chickens and their parrot were strangled to death. And their litter of kittens were also dead. Hmm. Don't know if that's paranormal or if maybe something got in because it's Australia and everything, every animal wants everything to murder, everything there, there is the most deadliest thing possible. According to a different podcast I listened to, one of the guys on that show served a mission in Australia, I believe, and he says everything there wants to kill you. So <laughs> I believe it. I don't know if the animals being dead were paranormal. It could have been like a disgruntled uh, python. python that probably would have eaten everything, not just strangled them. Um, probably took a couple on the way out. But there was probably, it's possible. <laughs> it could have been someone that was just mad at the Ryans for whatever reason. I'd, I don't think the dead animals were paranormal, but. Um, that's Yeah, that is weird, huh? Yeah. But yeah, just come home and have everything dead. And then there's just been so many reports of different things happening throughout the years at the homestead. Um, people say the lights turn on and off by themselves. Uh, people say they get feelings of nausea or sadness, especially in the areas like where the maid dropped the baby down the stairs. They feel sadness there or where the maid jumped from the balcony and they feel sadness there. Um, they say people have fainted during some of the tours. Uh, a lot of the times people hear like disembodied whispers. Um, there's unexplained myths that people see. People claim they see orbs. I, orbs, yay. Um, <laughs> and then just a lot of poltergeist activity with things like moving around and stuff like that. Gotcha. So that's just some of the major or kind of the, the more popular stories of the Homestead Ranch, the Monte Cristo Homestead Ranch. That's not a ranch. 
Homestead. <laughs> I'm just going to keep adding words that don't. The Homestead Ranch the Estate. Homestead Ranch Estate Mansion Manor. <laughs> that place. That, yep. In Australia. Uh, what do you think about the, uh, the, the as many hauntings as they talk about? You know, uh, <coughs> I'm going to just tell you real quick. Like, you see in my notes here, you see how I've, I've written... Um, in green, spend the night. So what I did on the other podcast, when I talked about this on bacon cell, um, we would determine if we would spend the night alone in this place, or if we would go there on like a day tour, but we wouldn't go at night. Or if we just refused to go to the place at all because of the, the haunting, um, this one I put that I would spend the night. So I don't feel, or at least at the time I, I wrote these notes, I didn't feel like it was that haunted. I didn't feel like it was that bad, you know? To spend the night there alone. Would you spend the night in the the one place where a dude was chained up? Maybe. I mean, that is part of the ranch. I, I'd probably stay, or not the ranch, the the damn homestead. The manor. Uh, the manor. The man. <laughs> the brick. The castle. Um, the estate. The, <laughs> uh, just the a lot of this stuff is speculation rooms. So yeah, there's a lot of tragedy that happened there, but I'm not too worried about a 10 month old baby um, <laughs> spirit. It's going to bite your knees. Um, you know, I just, like I said, to, and just watching some of those videos, I didn't really get this vibe of like anything really negative or bad haunts this place. I mean, it sounds like it might just be previous employees that are just liked working there or family members that liked living there. I think it's more of the uh, the wife, Crawley, Mrs. Crawley. Mrs. Crawley. Yeah, I think it's more of her. Well, she did spend quite a bit of time there because, you know, like I said, they moved in eighteen eighty five, and she died in like nineteen forty. Yeah. If anything, I, I think it would be her. Nineteen thirty. It would be her Three. and the baby. Most likely. That's that's who I think that would be. It that would be there. Yeah. It just it didn't feel like it was as haunted like i know they bill it as australia's most haunted house and yeah. if it is the most haunted house the, the rest Whack. of australia Whack. the rest of australia has got to be very tame yeah if this most, i mean just like i said from the videos they got all this the video, the the most poisonous shit they're over here got all the most dangerous of everything i mean i won't know for sure unless i go there myself <laughs> but just from what i've seen it doesn't seem like it's extremely haunted well you know why because it seems like america has all the damn demons we did well that's because americans are stupid all the america was the america's last time you heard a story of someone in australia summoning a demon with a ouija board probably they probably try but they're all busy here in america right they, well that's that would be the smart thing to do i'm gonna go to another country summon demons and then go home <laughs> right get them all out of here yeah let them deal with it <laughs> every time i leave the country i'm gonna summon demons before i go home <laughs> right that's kind of smart though australians are smart yeah yeah you gotta hand it to them summoning demons in america and then going back to australia <laughs> i get it. i know what they're up to now <laughs> we're on to you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't really think this place is that haunted either i think it's pretty pretty whack i do want to go check it out though i would check it out of course i would check it out for for the gram yeah for what <laughs> for the gram for the gram instagram instagram oh yeah the social media <laughs> what are you thinking we gonna... the gram i don't know trying to get some drugs over here yeah <laughs> gram <laughs> i'm that's how i measure up my food yeah instagram 
So follow us. That's where we're at. We're on Instagram. We're also on Facebook, evp.pod. If you have a story that you'd like to share with us, if you've been to the Monte Cristo Hotel and have had experiences, uh, email us, evp.pod at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on the, the social media. Yeah, I want to know how whack that place is. Yeah. <laughs> also, right. uh, if you're looking for ghost hunting gear, check out our affiliate link to ghoststop.com. That's where we buy most of our gear. Uh, there's a new one that we posted on Instagram that's on our wish list. It is that tracer light. Oh, so it's a motion tracer. Yeah. It shows if somebody's walking by it, it yes. will follow the motion of yeah. the, the That's one of their dope. newer, that's one of their new items they just came out with. I saw it a couple weeks ago. Uh, so did DVO. He posted it on our Instagram. You can go there and check it out. And it looks really cool because it looks like it's just LED lights, but it's motion censored. So if a spirit sp- walks by it, it's supposed to light it up so you can see that there's someone walking by it. Um, I don't think it's really too expensive. I think it's only like 150 bucks. I could be wrong. I'd like to see some uh, reviews of those actually working in the field. Some some investigations. I would with say, that. well, I maybe we should get one and we can do our own review. All right. Yeah, we should. All right, let's call that an episode, yeah? I Yeah, let's do All that. All right, go see you don't play that. Peace out, butterflies. This is the EVP Podcast. <laughs>